the, the storms going around about us. Now it says here that there was a great storm. And so here he's out here and these waves are going. I've been to the Sea of Galilee and it's a big enough uh, lake to really have some big waves on it. And the, the way it's located between a couple mountains, if the winds come down off the mountains and start whipping that water, it can get pretty wild. And so here, here it is. And I think that we, when we have change, uh, we get out of our comfort zone, and that's not real good. And then we can be like Peter and look at the wrong things instead of the right things. Now, I know we all go through trouble. You guys have gone through some uh, tough times here at Galilean. But I, I really believe, now I've told you this before because I've preached here a lot, but I believe God started this church for a reason, and I believe that if you guys let the Lord lead you and 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 pray about it, I think God can do some wonderful things. I would love to see this church again in the not too distant future be at least as full as it was when I came over here and preached at your dedication of this auditorium. I mean, it was packed right up here to the front. And it, it was, that's what we need again. And And you can do it. I mean, not by yourselves, but with the Lord's leading, there are people right now in Fairmont that are not in any church. You know that. I mean, there's your neighbors. You, When you pull out and go come to church in the morning, there's people everywhere. They, they're not going to church. They need to be saved. They need to know the Lord. They need to be on their way to heaven. And the only way they're going to be on their way to heaven is know what the gospel says. So let's let's major on spreading the gospel and not looking at the waves. We can look at the waves and get scared to death because they're, they're, they're pretty bad sometimes. We can gain victory over our prejudices. prejudices. In Galatians 3.28 it says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. All one in Christ. That's important. Different people with different cultures and different backgrounds. When we're saved, we're in the family of God. I don't care whether it's our son Doug down in Chile with the Spanish people or other missionaries that you support in Africa, different places, different kinds of cultures. Connie worked there in Africa for a summer with Dr. Seymour, and the, the whole thing was different. Everything. Their values, their, their music, they have a different music scale than we do, so everything sounds different when they sing. I mean, everything's different. But when they're saved, no matter where in the world they are, they're part of the family of God. Isn't that great? And that's what we need to do, is be on the positive side and spread the gospel. Don't look at the waves like Peter did. Don't look at the culture and all the terrible things that are going on in that. Yes, we need to be aware of those things, but we ought not to let... I mean, I even know preachers that say, oh, nothing's happening in the last... Nothing's happening in the last days. This is the last days before the Lord's coming. Not many are going to be saved. It's going to be awful. When we were coming back from Alaska, we stopped to visit a missionary that our church in Vermont supported. He's quite a guy. And we were there over Sunday, so we went to church with him. 
And we went to a, a Baptist church in Olds, Michigan. It's a, spelled the same as the Oldsmobile, O-L-D-S, Olds. And we, we went to church, and we drove up there to the next little town and, and went to church, and the place was packed in the summertime. I mean, this is summer, isn't it? I mean, in Alaska, it's not summer. It never gets summer up there. But uh, we, we went to this church, and the place was packed. And then I hear people say, oh, can't get anybody to come. If you're doing what God wants you to do, and you're reaching people, they'll come. People get saved. And it's, it's wonderful. And then I think, so we need to get, get over our prejudices. We need to major on the positive things. Not let our culture, our prejudices, all these things make us feel negative about what we should be doing. And then we need to spend time alone with the Lord. We need to take time for our personal growth and fellowship. A lot of times people don't do that. And when they don't, they have real problems in their life. Uh, Eugene Peterson uh, out in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, we saw some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen in my life coming down through British Columbia. We didn't come back on the Alaska Highway. We, we drove up that highway going to Alaska, but coming back, we came down through British Columbia. I mean, I didn't know uh, how beautiful it was to come back down through there. Um, how many of you have uh, watched the Weather Channel and uh, saw this program? I don't like the, the name of it, but it was... Highway Through Hell. Did any of you ever see that in the Weather Channel? Uh, it, it's, uh, well, we, Connie wanted to drive down that road, and we found out where it was, and it's in British Columbia, in southern British Columbia, really. And we, we drove that road, and it is some kind of a road. It is really something uh, to see that. <clears throat> but we need to spend time with God. God has created this world. He's created us. and We need to fellowship with Him. Um, and we need to know His will for our lives. But Eugene Peterson was in Vancouver, British Columbia. He was a pro college professor at Regent College. And he states this. He said, Sabbath, you know, the word Sabbath that you're familiar with, means to quit or stop or take a break. Cool it. <laughs> intermission. You know, just right in the middle of everything, just stop. That's what an intermission. You know, if you have a, a program or a play, lots of times halfway through they'll have an intermission. And it kind of gives you a chance to get your breath and, you know, move around a little bit. It, it just, the play, the program just stops. And then they pick up where they left off. <clears throat> he says, it's not just a day off. To do something else. It's a word about time. What we usually call wasting time when you don't do anything. You know, here in America, we have this idea, we just got to be doing something all the time, running, 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 running. And he said it, wasting time, that's not, that's what we would call it, but we you should use that time to commune with the Lord and talk with Him and spend some quality time with Him. Um, sometimes we say, well, we're not legalist, but sometimes we do uh, throw a lot of that stuff in. 
because we, we're not doing the right things. Now, I want to just make, my time's running out here, but I want to just do this. In Colossians 1.9, it says, For this cause also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Well, we can know the will of God. And even though the will of God may take us outside of our comfort zone, I want to tell you folks, <laughs> when the Lord called me here and some of you folks to start this church, I was out of my comfort zone. Why? Well, it was very simple. I had never pastored a church. I had never started a church. Uh, if it wasn't for Howard Barnes and Don Matheny, I probably wouldn't even have known what, where to start. But those guys gave me some advice and help. But I mean, I was doing something that I had never done in my life. And you know as well as I do that when you start in on something you have never done and never experienced, you're out of your comfort zone. And yet, think of the people. I visited... Uh, and I'm getting off here just a little bit, but I want to share this with you. I visited uh, Denise and Linda uh, before they were married, Gothrops, on, on our way to Alaska. They were out in Denver, Colorado. We stayed overnight with uh, Marty and Denise, and we had a great time of fellowship. Uh, <clears throat> Marty, his, they've been a missionary in Japan for years. Uh, after they got out of Cedarville College, you, some of you remember that, and, and uh, Linda... A little shy girl that could, just as shy as can be. She is now, she has a bigger office than I've ever had. And she has her own secretary. She is in charge of all the missionaries for the conservative Baptist. Once they're accepted as a missionary, she guides them through the whole process, becoming familiar with the mission, learning how the mission operates and what they do and what the expect of the missionaries. She guides them through this whole process. And every every few months, she starts with a new group and goes through all this. This little Linda Gothrop that couldn't even hardly look you in the eye around here. And and God has used those right from this church. We started this church, and, and Marty, uh, Denise's husband, they were missionaries in Japan for years. Then the mission asked him to be a kind of a, a director over all of Asia. He has been... When we visited them, he had just gotten back from a hospital that they operate in in uh, Pakistan. Now, you know where what kind of stuff goes on there. And I said to him, how in the world do you get permission to do that? He said, well, he said, we have an agreement with the government that, <clears throat> that we are not supposed to actively evangelize Muslims, but we can evangelize the Hindus. <laughs> See, the Muslims, they don't, you know, they, they... But he says, you know, now listen to this. Here's, the, here's the, the testimony they have. He said, you know, even the Taliban men bring their wives to our Christian hospital when they are ready to have a, it's a woman's hospital, when they're ready to have their babies because they call the other hospitals butcher shops. And very few of the babies live. They're terrible. And when they come to the Christian hospital, they have care and love, and they, they get good medical care. 
And he was, the week we visited them, he had just gotten back a couple days early from, from uh, Pakistan. He now is director of outreach for the mission. He's a vice president of the mission. And, and he travels, he's traveled all over the world. He's been in Afghanistan. He's been in Pakistan. He's been in all the Asian countries. He's been in, in China and all these things. And they have, they have witnesses and all these things. And there's little Denise, a little short thing right there. Some of you remember her. She's, she's right there with him. And God is using him because of this church. So don't get discouraged. God can do that again. And he can call people out of here. And, and it's amazing what they can do. I was just so excited when I was were able to visit with them. I mean, I get their prayer letters and things. But to see them and see uh, Marty's office and things and talk to him personally about what was going on. So we, we need to measure. We need to know the will of God. What does God want us to do? That's important. That's very important to do. And we need to measure on the good news. Now, here's the good news. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. In Acts 1.8 it says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria unto the uttermost parts of the world. Marty Shaw is doing that. Literally, he's going to the uttermost parts of the world. He'd go places that our even government officials can't even hardly go. And he is, he's doing that. And I'm, I'm just tickled to death that this, this church trained up some teenagers. They went to a Christian school and God blessed them, has blessed them and used them all over this world. And they're not the only ones. So here's where our work is. We need to plan and work to reach people with the gospel here and through our missionaries overseas. One of the reasons I took Connie to Alaska is when I was in college, God challenged me to go and serve the Lord for the summer. And I, another guy and I, we drove up to Alaska and we worked all summer in his children's home. And we just had a great time. We worked ourselves half to death. We were driving up the Alaska Highway, you know, and the farther north you get in June, the longer the days get. And finally it gets to be the place, it never gets dark. And Connie and I found that out uh, just a month ago. And uh, and we were driving up the highway, and this, this friend of mine that I was traveling with, he says, oh, he says, I just got a terrible thought. And I said, what's that? He says, I wonder if those guys are going to work us from dawn till dark. <laughs> so, well, they didn't. Uh, but we did work some long hours up there. And uh, it, it was kind of interesting. But we just need to do, do Go with the gospel. Go with the gospel. Now, in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, I'll, this is my last verse for you. In Romans 12, 11, it says, Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, Serving the Lord, serving the Lord fervently, not slothful. Just sometimes I, I'm ashamed of Christians I see. They just, oh, it's good enough for you know our church. Our church is just a little thing. We don't have to have very nice. Now, thankfully, you folks have always kept. One time, just before I moved to Michigan, I had a guest speaker in, and he came up and he said. I have been in churches all over the United States and I have never seen bathrooms as clean as yours. <laughs> now that's a, that's a good testimony, I think. 
But you guys have always done that. You've always done things right in the way it should be done and, and kept things nice looking and clean, and I appreciate that. And But we need to do that in fervency in the gospel too. It's just say, Lord, help us, give us a vision, give us the guidance, May we know your will so we know what to do so we don't spend our wheels doing things that really you don't want us to do and just let God work in it and be on the positive side of the good news. Spread the gospel. It is good news. I We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. I'm telling you, uh, when we were, Connie and I, wherever we are, we have, we pray for our food. I don't care if it's in a restaurant or in the McDonald's or in a nice restaurant or anywhere. And I can't tell you the number of times on this last trip where we were in a, a place to eat and we would bow our heads and thank the Lord for his guidance and for his blessings and for the food. And somebody would get up and come and thank us. They said, we don't see that very much. Thank you for even doing that. It's an encouragement to other people. They realize that they're not the only ones that are doing that. And that's an encouragement. You know, we could say, I heard one guy say one time, he said, uh, an unsaved guy came to a Christian and he says, why do you always uh, rub your eyes just before you eat? <laughs> you know, some, some Christians, they kind of hide it. You know, they go, oh, and they probably are praying, but the, the unsaved don't do that. So, so we, Connie and I just make a, 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 a habit. Of, I mean, we just, I just pray out loud. I mean, I mean, if other people can curse God, I can pray to Him. All right. If they want to do that, I'm, I'm not ashamed to do that. And I, I can several times on, on our trip, we just had people come up and say, well, thank you. Uh, we, it's so good to see another Christian, you know. And it's encouragement to others. And that's part of the positive things. Well, thank you for allowing me to come. You have a missionary coming tonight, and I'm going to go home and try to take care of my wife. And I hope the next time I'm coming over, I'll bring her with me. But she sure doesn't feel like coming right now. I just thank you for that. But let's remember, let's do the positive thing. Let's, let's do... Uh, think on the positive things of the Word of God, the good news of the Gospel. And when we share the good news, people will get saved, the church will grow, your personal lives will be enriched, and God will do some wonderful things. And He already has in the past. So we don't have to say, well, it's never happened. Yes, it has. Uh, the Gothic girls are one example of that. And uh, there's there's others too. Well, thank you very much for letting me come. Okay, who's...